We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Go Blue with Stu. I'm your host, Stuart Douglas. With me, you know him, Ant Wright. Ant, I think it's been a minute since you've been on the podcast. We've been trying to figure this out, but we're here to break down Michigan. Welcome back, friend. Hey, you know, it's always a fun time. It is. It is. I need, I always appreciate you having me on. I could do it every week, to be honest with you. But we're here to break down Michigan because what the hell is going on? They're like, they're close. And I need your input because. I've had, I got a lot of thoughts and I need to organize them and, but they just can't seem to get over the hump with these good teams. Like I want to get into some, to some specifics, but if you're like a couple sentences, like what's their problem? Their issue uh, is defense. 100% defense. Yeah. Uh, their defense has been really, really bad. I believe I point out a stat the other, the other day. They've, they've given up at least 65 eight times straight they've given up at least 75 times straight they've given up 75 three times straight so like yeah. it's not really getting better um and uh right now i have a play will cheddar agenda <laughs> that's that's my angle i think you. yeah why i don't disagree with you but why I think you need someone on the court who doesn't care about scoring, who doesn't care about getting theirs. Like, I, I think they need someone who is going to go out there, play defense, talk, hustle, do all the gritty stuff, just do all the stuff that like nobody else wants to do. Like you have, you pretty much have Kobe as number three. I think Jets your solid number two, and Hunter's your number one. Um, yeah. You don't really need scoring. Like there's. They're scoring the ball pretty easily, whether it's from the outside, getting to the rim. You have Hunter. Um, you have a point guard who's still trying to learn when it's his turn, when it's someone else's, when to dis- when to when to distribute, when to be in attack mode. Like he's figuring things out. Um, but I I think you just need someone who is just gonna hey, just gonna go in there and get you seven rebounds, take only a couple shots, 
um, dive on the floor, talk, get everybody in order. Um, that glue, they're they're really missing a glue. They're really missing a glue, and I think some of the best Michigan teams that we've seen, they've had that steady glue. Maybe hasn't been their best player, yeah. but I think that steady glue is something that, um, that they that that they really 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 need. Like you know, if you look at the old JB teams, like I think that 08-09 team, I thought guys like CJ were the glue on that mm-hmm. team because. CJ could care less if he scored no points the whole season, but at the same time, like he came with that same intensity, whether it was practice or whether it was the game. Uh, you, you look at that 13, 14 team, someone like Jordan Morgan, you know, being able to be a solid force on the, on the uh, um, interior. You look at um, those teams in 17 and 18, someone like, Muhammad Ali Abdul Rahman, the way that he was able to be steady and bring that consistent effort. You look at, um, you know, even Jawan's best team, you know, during that COVID season with, you know, someone like Shandi and someone like him just being able to come in and just have that intensity. And he did a little bit of scoring too, but like he came in the same way every single time. Him and Eli Brooks, him and Eli Brooks were just so steady for that team. They weren't the best players, but they were those ones who you knew what they were going to get every single time, like every single time. You don't have that on this team. I think you have a bunch of guys who want to score the ball, and and I think that there's an opportunity for, for someone like a Will to come in and just be that steady energy guy. And doesn't matter how, how long he plays, he needs to – he needs to get out there and play because Big Ten season starts starts up. You just brought up how they play Maryland. Like it's about to get really nitty gritty out here. It's yeah. about to be for real. You know, it's about to be for real. And you know, this can get ugly real, real fast. Like if you go six and fourteen in the in the Big Ten, forget NCAAs. You're not going to an NIT, and then I'm pretty sure they're not going to ask to go to a CBI or like a CIT, like, like, no, no, like that's not even a thing. Right. So, um, and it'll be a waste of a talent in jet who I believe is a first round pick coming out this year, a waste in Kobe, who has done a, who has done a tremendous job, um, getting better from year one to year two. And then on top of that, you got Hunter who, who hasn't been an all American since year one, all because the last this year and last year's team are incredibly mid. So, you have really good talent on the team and um, to have that wasted because the team can't play defense is, uh, you know, it sucks for the guys, man. It sucks. It, and it, there's so many ways, there's so many different angles to take on this. I take it like top to bottom, they're just not connected. Like we, we be and I want to talk about having your – you know, a string on your hip and then you're all connected to your teammates and you got to react to your teammates and it's all going to be one motion. You know, that's why we, we, we drilled the five out. Shell. Remember he like brought the ropes out and we had to, oh, hold the yeah, ropes. We, held <laughs> we had to hold the ropes. We literally if someone held the ropes. Moved, you moved. Yeah. If someone moved, you move. And that hey, we, that we have. <laughs> triangle, Stu, where's yeah. your triangle? You have a good triangle or a bad triangle, <laughs> <laughs> but it made sense. Oh, it yeah. makes sense. If your triangle is too deep, you're gonna get beat. 
If your yeah. triangle's too narrow, you're gonna get back door. Your 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 triangle has to be in a like that whole sea ball sea man thing. Like like that's your triangle. You gotta have you have to oh, be yeah, balanced, yeah. and then you gotta have attention to detail on who you're guarding. You're not gonna guard a three plus and a two minus the same way based off a of drive. You know, like is that attention to detail being taught and drilled? I I don't know, and I I. I hate to keep comparing people to Beeline because Beeline was a psycho when it came to like in between the ears, right? Because he he was teaching things on like another level, in my opinion, that I don't think most coaches don't get to. No. Um, but at the same time, I think you do have to teach some of that. Yeah, no, I there's definitely I mean, you can go about it, you can skin a cat different ways with that stuff, but it, it's and I'm not gonna harp on the coaching staff because there's a lot of things I see that are just just it's up to the players to do it. Like there's a couple examples. One being a ball screen in the UNC game, like RJ Davis came from the top of the key over to the right wing, and Jet was guarding Leaky Black in the opposite corner. And Armand Baikal was just rolling straight down the paint, like right down the midline. And um, Jet wasn't even in the paint at all. And he was like hunched over and his hands were down. So, like, I mean, I know that the coaching staff is teaching Jet in that position to be in help side. Like, there's no way they're not. So some of it's on the guys to like be aware. And a lot of that is confidence and awareness. And there's another possession. It was the last one, like the big backbreaker when RJ Davis got that floater, when Hunter uh, was trying to defend the ball screen and there was a confusion on the switch and Kobe was right there. And Kobe took half second too long to come off of his man to then go guard the wide open RJ Davis. He got pump out of his shoes and then he got, a, yeah. So like that stuff is like, you just got to have awareness as players. So, I mean, to me, yeah, Will Cheddar will bring in energy, but if you're making those mistakes like that, that adds up quick. That adds up real quick in terms of wide open baskets that you're giving up. And eight points is a huge difference. Like if you're going to have four open baskets, that things that you could prevent by simply just being in the right spot. I don't know. I mean, yeah, there's some coaching there and I'm sure they spent the last few days, you know, since their break from the 21st, like to drilling that stuff, you would hope I'm going to give them all the credit saying that they are, but I mean, at a certain point where, like, these guys got to, like, light a fire under their own asses and figure it out, like, as a, as players. Like, Hunter's got to know that this stuff looks bad and who's leading from a player standpoint, right? Like, CJ did yeah. that for us. CJ did that for us. You know, my freshman year, we were good. And and each team that I think Beeline's had that has been good, like, they've had those guys. Um, you know, some teams he's had have been automated. Like, the Trey Burke sophomore year was just automated. And, like, they didn't really – but they still had it. They, they – <laughs> right. Even that team yeah. still had like fire and passion and, and like guys stepped up. Like well, coaching can only go so far. I agree. I agree. Um, but like I'll I'll kind of say that um I'm confused why the ball screen defense never really adjusted. And when it did adjust yeah. right away, right away, I realized they have not practiced this. Because the way that things were going, like none of it made sense. Um, so I think it's it's one of those things where, like, when when you know if if there's a ball high ball screen in the middle third, that you you could do four or five different things. If you're the big, you could go drop, you can go hard flat, you could just switch it, you could blitz it, or you could like high hedge, like you could do different things at a high level, just something to like switch it up. And when they went from the drop to like a little hedge, 
it didn't it didn't look like something that's been drilled continuously. It looks like they were in a in a timeout and said, Hey, look, Hunter, you 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 can't go drop, you have to hedge. His first hedge, he like he was still shoulder to shoulder with this man. And he kind of just did like a little like ole. You yeah. know what I mean? So I'm like, okay, all right. There's a big difference in what that looks like and what Virginia's hedge looks like. Big difference. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like one is going to hedge about to half court and Hunter kind of did like a little hedge. So I'm like, okay, all right. All right. Cl- clearly, clearly that's, that's an adjustment that was trying to be made, but n- nothing that was like game ready in my opinion. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, there's a lot of things that they're throwing out on the ball screen defense because their ball screen defense is the biggest issue far and away. Like it's like what one of the worst in the country. So yeah, they, they've been trying a lot of different things. They tried the ice on the side, um, forced the ball screen down to the baseline. They tried under a lot of times. Uh, they tried a little more flat heads because the, the, the um, what should we call it when when the, Hunter just backing up, playing soft, wasn't working. So the, I think they're just like throwing things at the wall and seeing what happens. Like I don't envy the coaching staff because you have such young guys trying to figure it out. Like when you told Isaiah Livers, and you know Franz was young, but he was so long on the wing and like very yeah. just a good defender. Yeah, like he has stuff you couldn't teach. Yeah, like him and Livers on the same team. Like you just tell them to do it and they're going to do it. And they right. and even when they make mistakes, they get away with it by being bigger and having a little more activity. And this yep. team is just a little different, right? Like, you know, a Doug McDaniel or Cody Buffkin makes a mistake as a guard, like they're they don't have quite the same <laughs> recovery that a Franz Wagner does. So it's right. it's hard in in, right. in you know teaching that stuff you can make up for the mistakes. So there's like attention to detail there that I think that I think maybe hopefully this week is being drilled and can be made up for. I mean, we'll see tonight. It's it's easy to do against Central Michigan though versus a Maryland. So. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put up too much into what happens against Central Michigan unless it's unless they lose and then I have to, bro. I you know what? Like I have to put a lot into it because they don't know how to string together two good games. Yeah, they don't. They cannot string together two good games for some reason, and that goes back all, all the way to last last year. I don't know what that's about. I'm not sure what it is, but if they play really good in one game. The next game, it's gonna, it's for some reason, it's gonna just nose that. Um, I don't know why that is, but that has to, that that has to, uh, it's got to change. Um, I want you to, 
Have you paid attention to their transition defense? A little bit. All right. Against Central, if you get to watch it, or like in Big Ten play, watch watch the watch the guards and just think about what JV would do. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I'm watching, I'm like, I'm watching the shot go up. I see three guys not crash and they're not getting back. Yeah, and they're not pointing out the man. Yeah, like it's like they're not crap. I'm like, look, you have to make a, you have to make a decision here. So I'm seeing like Joey Baker. He's in the corner, right? Shot goes up. He hasn't moved. Like he's not crashing. He's not getting back on defense. I've seen Doug and Kobe. Shot goes up. They're they're just like sitting on the on the three point line, and then they wonder why you're scoring and then four seconds later you're fouling them on the other end. Like there's just absolutely like just no balance of transition. And that's once again, like that happens so often during, during a game, you're giving up two, three or four possessions in, in the big 10, you can't give those possessions up because every possession matters. Like one possession can like lose you the game, can lose you the whole game. And you can't afford that against, against teams who are you know, going to be very, very well coached. The whole thing was not making mistakes. Like, for anybody who doesn't know, listening, you know, my role as the two guard, one, I always had to take the ball out after the ball, after the defense score. <laughs> I absolutely disagree with and I hate completely. It's – okay, so for, 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 like, more context, usually it's, like, the four – is always the guy who takes yeah. the ball out, like so growing up the baseline, AAU. Yeah. Yeah. He's like the trailer to like swing the ball or pick and pop. Go, 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 go. Yeah. That's one. No, there's that, the two guard, but like beeline had very specific rules for his two guards. So that was one, but the, on the defensive side or on the, on the uh, transition defense side, like I couldn't crash the boards. If I got an offensive rebound, it better have like, bounced to you me. had to get it yeah yeah like, yeah or yeah if i was going to be inside the paint i had to get it you had to get it i was any, like even if i was in the corner like if i was in the corner i'd be yelled at for not sprinting all the way back to the opposite three-point line to like be the first line of defense for any fast break i remember specifically i've told a story before but i got an offensive tip dunk when we were doing our trip in belgium and I was like, that was amazing. And like, you know, I wasn't taking that serious because it was like a trip. And I'm like, okay, I can get away with some things. And he, the next day, just completely yelled at me, like, you will <laughs> never, you'll never do this again. You need to get back on defense. I don't fully agree with that strategy. Like, I think you don't have to be that way, but you definitely have to have a plan. Like, all right, if you're not going for the board, then get the hell back. Like, and, and point out, point out where the other guys are. So, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna pay attention to that against Central Michigan. So there's there's some details like that where basically Beeline's philosophy, the whole thing was like, how can we minimize, how can we minimize mistakes, and that was a big part of it. So we drilled every little every little detail, and you know it, it would save us eight probably eight points a game at least, or at least you, it was easy to track where you were giving up points. So I don't know how much it saved us. That's hard to track, but then you could easily track like, all right, well, we talked about this and this caused a basket because you didn't rotate it up or you didn't sprint back and you knew what your job was. Like at the end of and the he year, talks about it all the time. That's the thing. There's not what drills. The yeah, you knew what the there, job was. There aren't drills. Like that's the, that is the thing. Like, 
there weren't drills for transition defense. It was ingrained in every drill that we did. If you if you got to stop, yeah. Like if we were playing four on four, we're playing like five on five. Like we had a group, like like offense would have to get the stop and bust out. Defense, you had to have two or three guys crash, and then two guys are back. Like every drill that we did ingrained these little things, and it and I think because of that, be, because of that, it's almost like you knew you were doing something wrong in the game automatically when something would happen and you're like, Oh shit, I gotta do this. You know what yeah, I mean? Even like, cause like, yeah. right. But like, it's so like practice is like two to three hours, but the little things will be sprinkled into every drill for two hours. Yep. Every, everything it's like, Hey, you know, you have to, you know, have to like, you like perfect passing, like passing and pivoting and all this stuff. But at the same time, what's the, the defense doing? The hold your rope. Where's your triangle? Oh, you got oh, good shot. Why aren't you getting back on defense right now? Like that's part of basketball. You yeah. know, and so, I think yeah. Some of it went extreme where like freedom wasn't a big thing. And I think I that's the part that sucked. That's that's the part he, that sucked. About when it. he gave his guys more freedom, you saw what happened when, when they won. <laughs> they went to the tournament. Like you have to have an element of freedom. So our teams, I think, were drilled too hard in that sense, or at least not given leeway in certain aspects. Like you, you got to make mistakes to do great things. I, I truly believe that, especially in basketball, because you know, you don't even know where the ball is going to bounce, but you sometimes you got to, you know, take a leap of faith and make a mistake because the next time that leap of faith will lead to a huge play, whatever it may be. But there's, I, I don't envy this coaching staff because I think they, I don't know. We're not in the huddle. We're not in practice. We have no idea what they're saying, what they're drilling. I mean, I know Saudi said, like, yeah, we watch a bunch of film. Like we're looking at mistakes. We're going over that stuff. And this is just a young team, and that's just kind of the name of the game. But, like, we're past the development stage now. Like, it's like, all right, you're in the Big Ten. Yeah. You got to win because – It's about to get real. It's about to get moment, real. You don't know when a good – like, you're, when a good resume win is going to pop up. Like, this Maryland team could be really good. They, they've shown that they can beat some good teams. They already beat Illinois. They almost they – Miami. Got Tennessee up. Yeah, I mean, they got, UCLA was not a good game for them, but – you, you just got to be ready at all times in the Big Ten because you can have a bad loss and, or a big win at any moment. And so, I mean, I think they're edging closer there. I do want to get in, though, um, to more about Hunter because, to me, it was the name of the game against UNC. Like, Baycott versus Hunter, and Baycott just, I mean, overwhelmingly tipped the scale in his favor. And it it yeah. was on all levels. It was physicality. It was scoring. It was defense. Like, he took the game over and he wanted it. Like they, I think UNC made a big point to post him up. I don't think it was like out of the norm. I think they've been trying to feed him more, but he wanted it and he took it. And Hunter was like, it didn't seem like Hunter wanted it. I think that, and to me, like, I think the rest of the team played okay. The defense wasn't great, but I think they, everyone else played well enough to win. And like, besides the big glaring center matchup. Yeah. Um, I think they did two things against Hunter. One, one you mentioned and one we mentioned earlier, I think they they made it a priority to attack him, whether in pick and roll or on the block. Yeah. Um, and they pretty much told Baycott, 
take your time because they're they're not going to send help. They're not going to send doubles. They're going to trust Hunter in that one and one. And I and I think that slowly wore Hunter down throughout the game to the point where he never never really got rhythm. And when you're really physical with bigs, like like I can chase a two or three all day, all day. Like like I will chase you all over the place. But as soon as I got to check like a big dude, like uh, Jeff Adrian from like UConn, yeah. and I got to wrestle his ass for like 20 minutes. <laughs> or like Shamari Spears from Boston College. Mm-hmm. Just like these like 6'7", yeah. 270, just 3% body fat dude. Like, it's like yo, like you want to wrestle, dog, that just, it saps your energy, bro. It saps your energy. You were just you're just completely gassed um, for someone like Hunter who does need more rest and guards um, with the way that they were attacking him in space in the pick and roll and trying to bully him on the, on the block really just wore him down. In my opinion. I'm Alex Rodriguez and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal each week. You're here is in conversation with business icons this show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. I think the foul trouble, too. Him playing with three fouls, and like they started out the first half. UNC started with a post-up. And you could tell they tried to make an adjustment because Hunter had three fouls. And right off the bat, they're like, all right, when Armand catches it, we're going to send a double from the baseline. And so Hunter played it, and he made him spin baseline. And Kobe wasn't there, and Kobe fouled him, and Armand went to the to the free throw line. And, and it looked like Hunter wasn't playing defense, but what he was actually doing was just trusting that somebody Bubbling. was going right. right. to When there playing. wasn't communication, right? Like, if you're going to be in that spot – you have to hear Kobe behind you before you're just going to, you know, let Armand turn to the baskets like wide open. Yeah. So like there's things like that where you can tell like, okay, they haven't, they haven't repped these enough because of the game situation. And just in general, like, you know, there, I don't think there's too many guys posting up the way Armand did in that game. But I mean, overall foul trouble for Hunter is just bad news for Michigan. And I think they were still even in it. And it was like, you know, he knows how valuable he is, so he's, he can't play aggressive defensively. He gets very handsy and, like, doesn't want to, like, make too much contact. And yeah. I don't know if they're going to – you know, they got a guy like Zach Eady, you know, in, in the Big Ten. And you're in that big, big matchup. you got Trace Jackson Davis. Like, you're going to have some other tests uh, where yeah. he's going to have to be physical. You know who's going to be a test, bro? No. Penn State. Why? I cannot wait for that game. Why is that, that Penn State game. game. Because they play five guards sometimes. Like, they'll they'll play five guards, five out. They'll play Jalen Pickett, Cam Winters, uh, Lundy, Dredd, and this uh, transfer. Like, he's like Jimmer Light. And they'll play like 6-6 six, six and under. And I can't wait to see how they how they adjust with that. That's going to be a lot of fun to watch. They're going to play And zone. who wins the battle? Yeah, they're just going to try and play more zone, I guess. I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't even know. Well, like, the, the whole thing is, like, they, they got to guard you, too. That was, like, JB's thing, right? 
like, yeah, yeah, we're undersized, but they got to guard us too. 100%. And whoever wins that matchup is, is going to win the game. Yeah, that's why whoever we wins that is going to win the game. Yeah. Yeah, you're just re- at that point, you're just going to rely on Michigan missing threes, which they've been hitting. I mean, guys have been hitting lately. They have. They have. Kobe, Kobe has been really good since um, Llewellyn's gone down. See, I was. Oh, he he was so close the whole time. Like he was making all the right moves. You could see it. Yeah, you could see it. Yeah, yeah. You, you're like, you okay, it. it just didn't go in, but it's like it's gonna happen, and it's been happening. And it's only a matter of time. Yeah, yeah, it's only a matter of time. What's the average? You like, twenty see. in the last four games or something. Something like that. But his efficiency has been in the like a in the top five in the country in yeah. terms of like. Cause like he's just taking, he doesn't take bad shots. He did take yeah. a couple like, like one two dribble middies with like contested that you're like, oh okay okay, okay. good shot you know. He, hit it. Yeah. he had a couple of those, but but he does take those with a lot of confidence. Um, so like I don't think there's a there's a shot that he's been like oh, was that was a bad shot. I haven't seen that in like three or four four games. See, this has been not- really good. This my thing is like this. They're coming together. Jet has just been Jet all year. He's going to be consistent. I mean, he could obviously everyone can stand to improve all the time. But right now, the wing play has been good. Doug's figuring it out. I think yeah. Terrence, if Terrence could turn on the efficiency a little bit and figure it out and be that rock that they're looking for, which I think he is capable of. I think he is still untapped there. But I, I, I mean, I think everything else has fallen in place around Hunter. And Hunter just hasn't been there in the big games. So, like, that gives me optimism. We're like, you know, I don't want to talk trash about Hunter. I fully believe in Hunter as a basketball player. Like, I, I fully believe that he could figure it out and just turn around and dominate the Big Ten. I really do believe that. But the fact is, like, he has not shown up against Kentucky and UNC. Like, yeah, you know, for him, he didn't show up. Like, 20 points for him against UNC or against Kentucky. That's just, It wasn't good. It wasn't a good game. He didn't show up. Wasn't good enough. One good, good enough. One but good, yeah, it's like I think the other things are falling into place. Now it's the defense. Now this is offensively. The defense is a whole other story. Like that's just, yeah. I mean, where do you start? Like, the, well, where do I start? Like, let me. Re- I want to restart back in July. That's where I want to go. Like, there's you're, <laughs> you're behind the eight ball there in a, in a lot of ways. So it's going to be interesting to see how they scheme uh, with some zone and stuff. But I mean, I, I do think it's Will like, Cheddar. Will I, Cheddar. Okay, why not? Why not Joey? Why not Baker? Why not Joey Baker more? I think I thought he did well against UNC. He was aggressive and he understands rotations. Like he gets it. I I, I feel that. And he's and he's long too. Slower than Will, but he gets it. You don't think so? Does he? Does he? I think I think he's slow on the perimeter, like if you're gonna switch out one on one, but I think, I think he's if, giving the effort and he knows where to be more than anybody else. Here's where I'm at. Um if he's in the game, he has to make shots, and that's what he did against UNC, right? Yeah. I mean, um, but they need – like, he would hit, what, like three threes against UNC? Two. But at the end of the day, like – Couple drives. Those shots could have gone with gone to Kobe, or they could have gone with Jet. Like, my thing is that right now, as a fifth-year guy, as a fifth-year guy in Joey – um. I think he's got to bring a little, a little bit more, man. Like, I'm looking back at the, I'm looking back at even like the Jackson State game. You know, you can't, 
you can't miss miss you can't mix miss box outs you can't miss little things when you could have a freshman or sophomore out there learning in those games someone that's going to be in the program next year and the following year um those who are going to carry on the culture you know yeah um i'm not sure i'm not sure what I'm not sure long term what's what the difference is between him and Will, honestly. Like Will could shoot the ball, but on top of that, I'm watching the UNC game and I'm watching I I watched only Will minutes, right? For three minutes. I replayed it and watched it. And in that time, like he outplayed Joey and it wasn't even close. And like I chopped it all up and I throw it on Twitter because I'm like, why did like why did this guy come out the game? Like why isn't he playing more? Why is this guy only playing three or four minutes? Like you can't get into a rhythm. You can't grow from game to game when you're not getting something consistent. Um especially if you've never felt minutes before. Like there's a big difference between playing five or six minutes and being in the game and playing 20, 25 plus. Big difference. You know like, what's I don't what about know the, what about the Kentucky game? Like I thought he, he missed some rotations, and he's young and he's active. I thought he missed some rotations. He got that shot blocked, which it's not fair to guys like this, where it's like, all right, you come in and you play well, you'll stay in. So that's like a lot of pressure. I and, think I think they got to throw him in the fire. I think they got to let him make some fair. make some mistakes, yeah. especially in like the non conference. I I think there were plenty of situations where where there were guys to make mistakes and make errors. But from but from one Walker, what's up? <laughs> My birthday cake's ready. Thank uh, you. Yeah, it's it's Ann's birthday, January one, everybody. So wish him a happy birthday. Ta-da! Thank you. That's your birth birthday cake. Okay. Just a little, just a little, a little announcement. Birthday cake. Is <laughs> Walker. It's important He's so funny. He's so funny. Um, what was I saying? Throwing Will in the fire. Yeah, throw him in the fire. Let him make mistakes. What? But what has happened is, Will, Isaiah Barnes, uh, Yo Yo, um, Will, Isaiah, Yusuf, Jace, those four guys have no rhythm this year. None, because they'll play a few minutes in the first half not play anymore for the second half, won't yeah. play the next game. Yeah. So, it's... like, they'll sit for three for three straight halves. Like, like there's there's no – I think they're trying to still find what the rotation is. Yeah. I think you have to have a rotation for three or four straight games. And then if that's not working, flip it up and put someone else in there and run with that for three or four straight games. But I think they're – like. They're messing around a lot between the between the um, eighth and eighth, eight, nine, ten, and eleven. Like they're really like not establishing anything there, uh, and I and I I think that's going to come back to bite them in the end. Unfortunately, yeah. Um, I mean, they, they've shown that before, but I, I I agree. Like it's getting a little late to be playing like. 
you know, as a coaching staff, you're looking at Jace and whether it's fair or not, you're looking at Jace like, all right, just be ready. And you're going to have to just bring it all times like flow be damned. And it's not yeah. fair to Jace, but that's how they view him. Whether they've told him that or not, probably not. But like that, you know, I think he's done a good job at it, though. I he think, has. He's done I a very think, good job. I think of the four, I think Jason is one of those guys to where if you played him 20 minutes or he played two, I think he would give that same effort the the entire time. No, so like, I, I'll I say totally that. agree. But not everybody can, can respond like that. That's the only thing. Not everybody responds. Like that. No. My only thing with Joey Baker making a case for that, and I think you can do a little bit of a game-by-game -game basis with some of these things, but – the gravity of his shot, I think, is big. He's weaponized it very well by putting it on the floor when teams are running out, and that opens up a five-on-four situation for Michigan on offense, which I think is huge, and they don't get enough of. Um, and I think just the gravity of his shooting ability is just a big deal. Like, you know, Will can be a good shooter, but right now everyone knows Joey is a great shooter. And Will – can be a great shooter, but it hasn't proven it. So like that gravity isn't there. And that's, you know, that's just, that just takes time for Will. That's four years of Joey being in college basketball for people to know that. Like they just, that's a scam. Right. And right. I think that can be, that can be weaponized by Michigan. And I don't think it's been utilized super well, but every time he's out there, I'm like, all right, he did something like he hit a shot or he at least tried. And my thing with the bench is like, you're kind of running out of time to throw guys in the fire for me, where it's like, we can't waste a, a year of Hunter. Like we got to figure this out now. And <laughs> yes. Joey, you, you, Joey, you get in and shoot three threes a game. I'm like, yeah. we're and gonna Jet, we're going to waste Jet too. We're gonna waste yeah. Jet too. Right. Like, he's gone. He's gone after this year, bro. Yeah. He has he's to go. gone. No, no, he has to go. He has no to reason go. for him to stay. And the, the only thing with, all right. So like, I'm not trying to kill Joey, but, the only thing with Joey is that this is a team that doesn't really struggle scoring. So him coming in and stretching, stretching the floor and making threes, I think that would happen with other guys in the lineup as well. But is there an impact on the other end? Like this team scored, what, 76 the other night and lost? Like you shouldn't score over 70 points and lose. No. Especially if you're a Big Ten team, right? You you score seventy, you're gonna win like ninety percent of the games at least. Yeah, but you, that's you not the Iowa. case with this. You can't like you can't score eighty five and win games like if you're just gonna keep giving up a hundred. <laughs> yeah, like yes, yes. You yes, get over seventy, yes. you got to be winning games. Exactly. I mean, like, like look at the game against look at the game against Eastern, like. Yeah. They gave up like over eighty points. Give up over eighty points. They they have so many points that are just way up there. Then I'm looking at a team from like uh, I'm looking at Rutgers. I think they've given up. I want to say, I think fifty or fifty five points or less, like eight times, like seven or eight times this year. Michigan's done that. I don't think they've held anyone under 55. Yeah. That is a problem. In a league that's low scoring, that's that's an issue. That is a that is a big issue. And like I can't really 
I can't really put to words like how um um I'm really worried about this team. I'm really worried about this team. If this was a team that was that was defense first, that was struggling to score, I think they would still have a shot in, in like close games. You would just need to slow the yeah. game down, take take care of the rock, and uh and really just try to like muck up the the game. If you have trouble playing defense, but you score a lot of points, Big Ten teams are going to slow you down. It's really it's really easy to slow teams down. Really easy to slow teams down. It's really easy to take possessions away. So you're not playing 70 possessions in this game. You're going to be playing 63 or 64. Like that's that is a huge difference just with how the shot clock works and uh, how teams D you up and all that. But um, okay, so before we get out of here here in a few minutes, I want to hear what you want to see from them. And so I'm curious. From defensive standpoint, because this is their biggest deal, I want to ask you a little bit about the offense. But from a ball screen coverage standpoint, do you want to see them simplify it and just kind of stick to one, maybe two? Or do you want them to keep repping all of the coverages and have that capability to be flexible depending on who you're playing? Uh, I think it's going to depend on who you play. Um, they're, the guard, the backcourt play in the Big Ten isn't great. There's still some good guards, but it's not great. You're not going to play any pros right now. Yeah. Um, who are the Who are the pros? Shannon Big from deal. Illinois is a possible pro, um, but Shannon isn't a a pick and roll goblin. Like that's not what he does. Yeah. Um, Jameer Young is probably going to be one of the tougher mat matchups from Maryland coming up. Um. Penn State, the dude Jalen Pickett, he's like Russell Westbrook, like from like OKC. The dude hunts triple doubles like crazy. Like they almost like let um, Quinnipiac come back because they started because they tried so hard to get this dude's tenth assist. Like the dude hunts triple doubles all the time, all the time, and he's a bull. He's like six four, two fifteen, two twenty. Um, but they don't really have any like real pick and roll threats all that much. Um, I do know Tyson Walker and AJ Hogard are pretty good with the pick and roll. And it's going to be yeah. tough because you have to guard those two very differently. You have to know who the heck you're guarding. Like, Oh, AJ's here. Oh, I'm going to go drop and I'm going to go under. Oh, it's Tyson. Let's not go drop. Let's go with a hard flat hedge. Yeah. Let's still go over, you know, um, and then, like, hey, on the back side, let's, you know, bump and then let's X out switch. Let's have the point guard run run opposite corner, not have to go back to his guy. Something small like that. It's um, – yeah. so that's, like, a good thing. That's a good thing where the backcourt's not going to – not going to really have pros. Right. Fino, Fino's a pro, but Xavier. he's a freshman. <laughs> and Xavier won't let him shine. <laughs> well, Xavier's foot is broken right now. So like so like he's out till like end of February, early March. So yeah, so like um so like Huchafino's a pro, but he's only a freshman, hasn't really got many reps. Um the Purdue backcourt's really tough with Braden Smith and Fletcher Lawyer, but those two are also freshmen. They're not gonna really operate in the pick and roll game hard. So that's so these are good so these are good things for Michigan. 
Um, but when you're playing a, a decent guard, I think you stick with drop and you stick with the hard flat hedge. Don't have Hunter hedging out to half court. Um, yeah, you're just gonna kill him. Eighty percent of that is you. He doesn't want to do that. Like he doesn't. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you have to have a certain mentality to hedge out to half court. Bro. When, you, when you're hedging with your hands down, you're like, oh yeah, this guy doesn't want to be. <laughs> this dude hunts y'all. It's like, yo, okay, look, he doesn't want to hedge out to half court. Um, like, like, play your NBA, like Kansas, yeah, man. You just got okay. Like, look, Hunt, I know you don't want to do it, so look, hard flat hedge is that okay? Just, just stop getting torched. You know? Yeah, that's what I'm gonna focus in next few games. Wrist watching rotations, changes in defense, balls from defense. But Maryland, quick preview of the Maryland game. You mentioned Young. What? How do? How does Michigan match up with them? It's going to be a DMV affair. I'm, I'm like, super excited about that. You got um, – Yeah, Doug is from the DMV. Terrence from the DMV. Hunter's from the DMV. Jameer Young's from the DMV. I believe Dante Scott. He's either from Philly or Baltimore, all within, like, three hours of D.C. Mm-hmm. Uh, Julian Reese is from the area, too. Um, like, they got a – it's gonna be fun, bro. But they got a nice little team, man. Yeah. Uh, Akeem Hart, six eight, really efficient. Um, they got dudes coming off the bench who were like, who was like really good at Georgetown. I believe their name's like Ronald or Donald Carey. He's pretty good. Um, Maryland's a real nice team. They're they're a real nice team. They're gonna be in the NCAA tournament, I believe, and I think it's because uh, Kevin Willard has got those guys to really. Um, truly gel together and understand uh, how to win. I believe they're on a three-game skid, though. I think, think they're on a three-game skid. Um, but at the same time, like those are, that's um, that's a team where if Michigan doesn't come ready to play, like Maryland will win that game. Oh, it's yeah. gonna be, it's it's gonna be, it's Michigan's not gonna blow them out. Uh, it's gonna be close or a Maryland win. And they got to find a way to win that game because that's going to be a long way. If you want to play in the NCAA tournament, you can't lose home games. No. You got to take care of home. You got to take care of home. You cannot lose home games. And you can't lose home games to good teams because those are good, good, those are really good opportunities. They got Maryland, Penn State at home, Northwestern, Minnesota. Like Penn State is so tough, bro. Have you seen Penn State this year? No, I haven't watched them at all. I didn't realize Penn State that. is That's legit. Stupid. They are really they run some really good stuff, bro. Yeah, this they ticket, dude. This ticket dude averages sixteen point six, almost eight rebounds, almost eight assists a game. That's like you just don't dude, that doesn't I tell, happen. I it, that that doesn't happen, but he hunts he hunts stats, yeah. bro. So you could you could he, take that advantage. He is a stat padford, bro. He's a stat picket. But like Maryland stat. Maryland's not a good shooting team, right? Um, are they a good shooting team? I think they're they're three uh, they're like pretty sh- they're pretty streaky. They lit up Miami in that first half really bad. Yeah, when they played. Um, let's see, let's see how good or bad they are. It's, well, yeah. they just beat Saint Saint Peter's by thirty. Yeah. Then then they got UMBC. Yeah, um, field goal percentage, they're number they're ninety first in the country. From three, they're not that good at thirty-two point two. Um, but yeah, I mean, so that that's gonna be a tough. My that's gonna be tough because Jameer Young 
that is a that is a dude who led the who was top twenty or top thirty in scoring last year for Charlotte. He is a I believe he's a fifth year senior. Um, Doug is matched up with the with the fifth year guy, Dante Scott at the power forward six eight two thirty. T Will's got his hands full. Yep. Um, and then Hakeem Hart six eight. That is going to be um, that's going to be uh, Jets assignment. He has to know where he is at at all times. Julian Reese is going to be Hunter's assignment. Um, Donald Carey has been um, has been pretty solid off the bench. Really, really streaky though. Um, but he kind of just finds his way in games. He only shoots. He only shoots shoots up threes though. Only shoots threes. What's the key going to be? But, like, you think? Do you think Hunter? If they feed him more, which I, they need to feed him more. I don't know what they're doing there, but. Yeah. If, can he? Is this a game where he can go back to being himself? Like, just feed Hunter and let's play that way. I think so because he hates Maryland. Yeah, and Maryland. Maryland can't really match up with any, like, with any like bulldozer type players. You know, yeah. like Baycott and Oscar. Like those dudes are dudes, right? Yeah. Uh, Julian Reese probably weighs like two twenty. Yeah, maybe. Like, what, what is he? He's two thirty. Yeah, he. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if he's two thirty. He's two thirty with like boots on while like holding a forty five pound dumbbell. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, um, I think Hunter can take advantage of that. Hunter can take advantage of that. They have to feed him. They have to feed him because Hunter's Hunter, and if you don't feed him, I don't think he'll be. Which kind of sucks. Like he won't be as as in the game, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, which I think he could do more of. I mean, he's got to be the leader, and it, I think it all just kind of starts with him in a lot of ways. Where he sees it, he knows what needs to be done. He's been on teams that have been good, been bad, had ups and downs. Like I think it starts with him. So it's a lot of pressure to put on him to score and be the leader, but like. Hey, that's what you signed up for, dude. Like, you, he's got all – he's playing the heel now on his podcast. Like, he's doing it great. He's just got to come with a a little more ready for it. And I think I think yeah. he'll, he'll figure it out. I really don't have too much worry about it. I think they I think they beat Maryland. But, you know, it's all going to be tests. Like, they got to make the progress. Like, now. This is going to – it's going to be a big game. Because Maryland – Maryland is not – Maryland's not soft. Yeah, they're not a they're they're not a soft team, um, and they're and they don't do that fake toughness thing either. Yeah, this is gonna be a hard game, bro. Yep, this is gonna be a hard game. Yep. It's gonna be a hard game. They're gonna have to figure it out. Yep, it's gonna be fun to watch. So everyone, pay attention to the transition defense. You're watching the games. Watch transition the defense. Yep, and boxing out. And well, yep, and. uh What's it on a rope? Be on a rope with your teammate. Pay attention. Be on a rope. Pay attention to the next guy. No deep triangles. No deep. That's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> might as well. You might. You're no man's land. Might as well not even be there. Yeah. Or don't don't help the pain. Yeah, all these things. But yeah. Oh man. We'll be back. We'll 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 pay attention to that stuff, and then I'll be back to break all that down. Preview the next few games. And I appreciate you coming on. Great as always. I'll have to get you back on in the next few weeks. 
Uh, Anytime, man. Yep. Let's see if I shave by then. Yeah, I hope not. Please just let it go. I want it like Dog. a little lip, and I want food in it. I like a hot mess, man. <laughs> I mean, it's like that's a caterpillar. That bro. is a caterpillar, dude. That's a that's a. It's like a Steve cat. Harvey, bro. Like you need to shave Harvey. the rest and keep. Yeah, man. <laughs> Never mind. Save it. Man, police would be like, sir, where are you going? Don't worry about me. No, sir. Well, appreciate you. Appreciate everybody listening. Until next time, peace out.